like to find enough. I'm done being pregnant now for the rest of my life. Everything's yeah. great. Yeah, like two, now two times great. as plenty of times to do now it. Now I feel like, great. Yeah, I'm like, great. We're done. <laughs> Everything's good. Okay, Gail, enough. <laughs> like just like to your <laughs> pregnancy system. Um, uh, wound, there it is. <laughs> pregnancy system is good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything. So on that note, <laughs> let's start the episode. <laughs> remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to that. I've been meaning to listen to that. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Why don't you come over and talk about it? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I've Been Mean to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been mean to listen to and use as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee. And I'm Michael Limitato. And uh, we got a lot to cover here. This is... um, a very highly anticipated album for myself. Uh, like we did a whole month on Carly Rae Jepsen back in 2020. Uh, we've had such great guests like to help cover Carly Rae Jepsen, like Kevin Porter and Josh Gondelman. And on that lineage of good guests that we're going to have to talk to, it's fan favorite Aaron Mallory Long, everybody. Yeah. Woo! The crowd goes wild. Yeah. Um, do you know that Kevin Porter and I ran into each other at a CRJ show in 2019. It was back at the Greek. And that's where, when we, the first time we saw her, we moved to LA in 2012. So it was like right the summer of, um, call me maybe. So it was like the, it was like the height of that. And then like 2013 or 2012, I can't remember. We like saw her, 2013, I think. We saw her at the Great Theater in L.A. So it was like the anniversary of like us living there for a year. It was like the best concert we'd ever been to in our lives. And oh, then we yeah. just became that's where we became like fully like CRJ forever. Wow. Like stance because it's me and my husband. We're both just like I mean, we <sighs> go to shows together, but like we're both obsessed with her. So like 2019, we like made the trek down to Anaheim to see the show, which is where we ran into Kevin. And then. We also got tickets to the L.A. show. And then after going to the L.A. show, like the Friday or Saturday, we were like, we should go back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, bought tickets sounds... for the next night, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fun. Wow. Oh, like, but that's like uh, the speak on that a little bit. Like the I went to this tour. I went the dedicated tour was, first of all, one of my favorite shows of that's all time. So like, good. it's so great. Um, But like the uh, So Nice tour. Uh, I went to, I just like bought tickets by myself because like the tickets were pretty expensive yeah. and I was just like hoping to like run into someone. And I just like, I was like, I was wearing my shirt cause I was going out. I was like taking a class at second city and uh, like my, one of the, one of the friends, one of my friends there, like was like, Oh, I'm going to that too. And then we made plans to go to it that day together. And it was like, so that's like, kind of like, it's not like a super complicated fandom. Like everyone's like, they're just like, be happy. Like, yeah. and stuff like that. They're not a lot of toxic bro fans and stuff like that. No, or anything the like vibe, that. the vibe at the shows are so good. Like, it's just so great. And like those last two shows on dedicated that we went to, I already 
was pregnant with my first child. So like I went to those shows fully, like I'm not saying that I'm normally like really drinking at shows, but I just, just to fully illustrate, like I'm just like totally just like drinking water and just like screaming and like having the best time. (laughs) I'm just like, this is the greatest. This is the most fun. You saying want you in my womb and like looked around like, uh, 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 she's just like me. Uh, I'm sorry, you had a point that I ruined. <laughs> like, but like, where are you trying? Yeah, to? you did it, Andrew. <laughs> no, I uh, just thinking about running into people. I I ran into someone at every single one of those shows. Like every show I went to at the dedicated, and I'm not saying I don't know like a billion people or anything. Like, you know, like, but I I ran into a friend at every single one of those shows, That's and like so who I didn't know was going, and was just like, oh my god, hey, like. Pre-pandemic, you know. Back when we all kissed each other on the lips when we saw each other at concerts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, just a full lick, just yeah, everywhere. Yeah, I uh, run into people when I do my Naruto run. But anyways, I can see that. Do, yeah, it's great. Um, people don't like it, but like, um, but what, what about you, Michael? What's your what are like? What's your history of Carly Rae Jepsen? This is ours that Rae we Jepsen. haven't covered together. You know, we we did it before you came up. Yes, we have. Oh yeah, we talked about her, but like not an album for uh, a second. I wore the shirt that we all have also. Yeah, oh, yes, the, the best shirt. That's I the know. other thing. Like I like the other thing was like when Aaron and Josh were we did our NSYNC episode. That's right. Me, Michael, and sean and aaron were gonna wear the shirt together but most of us forgot so like everyone aaron, forgot aaron except did. aaron, aaron me, is what I happened i wore it everyone I wore forgot it. Yeah. except me um yeah, i forgot but i wore it this time and i texted you guys a lot of times saying remember to wear the shirt remember to wear the shirt remember to wear the shirt and you didn't wear the shirt aaron yeah. said i have a baby shut the fuck up i'm blocking you and i was like that's kind of mean aaron but then i texted but please do wear the shirt that's yeah what and I, I, that's pretty I'm, i am mean that's what i do yeah, she thumbs down yeah. reacted to it guys yeah i <laughs> thumbs down so, um you love Carly okay. Rae Jepsen. That's great. I love Carly <laughs> Jepsen. I've never done an episode of Carly Rae Jepsen before. Apparently, I don't remember not doing it. I feel like I have, but I guess that's not true. So I don't remember not doing <laughs> it. I don't remember not doing it. Um, <laughs> I really, I like. I, I talked about Carly with one of my friends. He does like a like a news newsletter, and I brought up uh, Carly, and I was just like. Uh, I feel like she's like my friend in the music industry that I don't know. Like, I want the best for her. I think she seems yeah. like a little sweetie. Like, she turned like 35 the other day, and I'm like, you are like ageless to me. 37, yeah. that's right. Where yeah. I was like, I would, like, Carly Jepsen, I'm like, I don't really know. Like, I thought she was my age. I thought she was, she could be like 45, she could be 25, and I'm like, yeah. I don't really care. Like, she's like filling this niche that i'm just like i just love her so much i think she's so great and her music is so sweet it's not too poppy uh the first her first album like uh the one that has uh call me maybe is very poppy like almost too sweet to listen to but uh the rest of her music has been like it's so listenable like almost anyone you could put this on they'll be like who is this and you could be like oh it's carly ray jepson they're like Play Call Me Maybe. Call Me Maybe, girl? It does bother me, but I also don't want to be that person where it's like, it's not good. 
I actually always <laughs> am that person specifically only about her. I'm just like, actually, like, get with the program. Like, <laughs> You're like Adam well. Conover, like, actually. He uh, yeah. Like, like, yeah, the whole time uh, I'm like, I was watching. So you don't know anyone who likes music? Okay, great. Like, <laughs> the whole time I, we were watching House of the Dragon, and we would be like, uh, he's really good. Uh, the the bro- the uncle. And I'm like, do you mean Doctor Who? <laughs> do you mean Matt Smith, the doctor of Doctor Who? You, you know what, though? I will say, like, I like that feeling, like, when they when I play, like, a song from Emotion or something with someone in the car, and they like it, and they say, who is this? And I say, Kylie Rae Jepsen. And then I get to, like, introduce them to, like, yeah. whoa, this is so, like, yeah, I, that's such a wonderful feeling. So, and, yeah. And, like, it happens a few times. It's really, really good. Emotion um, is so good. <laughs> uh, first of all, like, uh, to your point of, like, Carly being your friend, it's very funny because I wrote that she's, like, the most, like, normie pop star of all time. Like, she, like yes. but, like, yeah. but that's not, but that's a feature, not a bug. Because, yeah, it's like, not bad. It's good. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, exactly. Taylor Swift is, like, fighting Ticketmaster and she's, like, talking about, like, flying in a plane well, and, and stuff Taylor like Swift, that. Like, is pretending to be normal. She's, like, cosplaying <laughs> normalcy. 100%. Whereas, always. It's like, yeah. I, I believe that Carly Rae Jepsen, like, has eaten at a diner whereas like if taylor swift is like i was at a diner it's like and what the sh- chef was quivering in fear like in the kitchen <laughs> like what was happening you know she's like i stopped my gazelle legs over to him and choked, choked him to death when he didn't put you know taylor Pe- swift peanut butter taylor swift brain of peanut butter on my pb and j that i ordered i remember reading that in the, <laughs> yeah like- wait i don't want to talk about taylor swift at all on this episode leave that out every time i've said taylor swift leave it out <laughs> Uh, so like, uh, like, yeah, I just want, what, what were your preconceived notions with, let, let's talk about this though. Like, what were your preconceived notions on this particular album? Like, cause we, we, all three of us were fans of her before this album came out. Um, so like with the lead up to this album, what was your preconceived notions? What were you expecting? What were you wanting? Were you enjoying the singles? All that stuff. My preconceived notion was, oh, great. I will love this. Just give it to me, whatever it is. <laughs> I, I'm kind of in the same boat. Uh, I, Although Western Wind, I was kind of like, mm, is this going to be a stinker? My husband and I were talking about that in the car today. Like, we were like, oh, remember when it was just Western Wind? And we were kind of like, mm. oh, And Western Wind, too, not to, like, talk about it, but is so good in its placement on the album yeah, yeah, where yeah, I'm yeah. like, I want to listen to it. But as the first single of this album, I was like, please tell me you're not doing this. And she like had a billboard with her with like a cowboy hat. And I was yes. like, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> But I know that you don't want to talk about her, but it does remind me of Taylor Swift because Leave her name. I, I famously, <laughs> I famously do not like any lead singles for Taylor albums. Like mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. just like every time she like does a single, I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah, and then she's I'm a like, terrible oh, I single like this picker. album. Yeah. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. It's also like not it wasn't very cohesive, like uh, when she like the you know, Western Wind, like, okay, she's probably going for like a more folky thing, just like kind of more vibes and stuff yep. like that. And then, you know, uh uh the the Beach House song like kind of like feels like kind of more of like that early kiss era. It's, like yeah it sounds like the jonas brothers are yelling at her during that (laughs) song like that's not the same vibe and then just like then like talking to yourself okay but we're back in emotion era and then like then like uh uh, the 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 loneliest time is like so i i had no idea what this would be yeah you know when she released western wind like my theory on her album was 
because her like her previous album was called Dedicated and the song ended with like now I don't hate California anymore. I thought that the album, the next album would be kind of more now I don't hate California anymore, too, where it's like she's satisfied in a relationship. She's like kind of, you know, you know, secure and stuff like that. Um, and then she realized then she said that she would be calling the album The Loneliest Time, which is funny because she already made the perfect album about loneliness she already did it like is she already <laughs> she, like emotion is it it totally. is the it is the unrequired love album it's the loneliness album it's like i wrote about it like i'll just like read a little bit of what i wrote like the album is the liminal space between a crush and something real where the potential of being happy with someone makes you feel as though the floor has gone out from under you and it's the most exhilarating, horrible feeling ever. The album is the cinematic soundtrack scoring the euphoria of a hand touch to the acute searing pains of unrequired love to the rekindling of self-acceptance all packaged in glistening, glimmering and pristine pop. Like that, <laughs> that's like that's it. Yeah. Like, but yeah, like it's truly like it was like so important to me it was so crucial for like the time i was dealing with like a lot of heartbreak like the fact that she... and it didn't even feel good in a place like this it didn't feel good in, in an amc <laughs> you know <laughs> just like that um and like uh like um but like the i the idea of just like uh like it was like so like like i was like working at a barnes and nobles i was dealing with heartbreak i would like cry during random times of the day and so like listening to emotion like this this like mousy meek demeanor person like ex transforming into this 80s pop goddess like channeling these like profound emotions in, into these like three minute cuts mm -hmm. like of perfection i don't even know i don't think she fully understands what she did even like i don't know like i think also like to me this whole album is like it does it feels like california to me it feels like la palm springsy like joshua tree you know mm -hmm. like it, it it has that vibe to me of just kind of like chill out like kind of music um there's a hotel that we love going to in palm springs it's just the ace in palm springs which everyone loves going to but they would always they always when you walk into your rooms they have it tuned to like a palm springs radio station and like this feels like this would be playing in those rooms like mm -hmm. this whole album like feels like the same vibe of like you would go in and you just kind of have, you know, like, like linen, you know, things on the around, you know, like, <laughs> like a linen robe to put on or something, you know, like there's just kind of like a cactus that you can see. And like, that's what the whole, that's what like the album feels like. And to that end, I think I internalize loneliest time just as a general, like LA-ness or something which is probably a lot of me bringing my own stuff to the table. I've never done that. I've never brought my own stuff to the table <laughs> talking about music on the show and stuff like that. I feel like that's part of it. So it's like, it's not like, it's not the same. It's not hitting the same as emotion. It's more like a different kind of loneliness kind of thing. So let's talk about like, let's transition into themes a little bit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, to like Aaron's point, uh, to like kind of our points about like, uh, she says in the line like Beach House, like I've been on this ride, this roller coaster carousel, and I'm getting over it. like that line, like, um, so like the idea of like transitioning from her life transitioning from being like a roller coaster to a carousel, the idea of like she's grown in confidence, uh, she's had relationships where they weren't unrequited, and her self, she's found this new identity as this like 
you know, indie pop girl who's like, you know, found her niche in the world. And um, yeah, but like the the take I came up with is just like Carly is the certified lover girl in opposition to Drake being a certified lover boy. Like the idea, (laughs) but the idea of like Drake using that nickname is like aggro and antisocial and you know, he thinks calling himself a lesbian is awesome or whatever, but like um, where Carly like considers love to be a core value. um, But she's been on this, she's 37. She's still dating now. And it's like, she's been on this roller coaster, this carousel for so long that it's, she might as well have gotten a certification for being like, you know how many gay men I know that would treat (laughs) her better than apparently all the straight men she's ever dated. A lot. Yeah, I don't know that I, like, trust her taste in men. (laughs) Well, here's the thing, too. I was talking to Andrew about this. She's, like, your friend that's, like, not that funny, but you (laughs) like to hear talk. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, yeah, totally. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I've heard that story before, but please do tell it again. I just keep thinking of the, the roller coaster to carousel line as far as, like, a carousel being like sort of like this grind of monotony, you know, like you're, you're, you're used to these like intense highs and lows. And then you're going on a carousel where, which is very repetitive and it can be comforting or it can be like boring, lonely, you know, I think I, I have a very set routine as Carly and I are almost exactly the same age. I have a very, you know, set routine of like my life, right? Like nothing is really like, aside from adding kids to the mix, like nothing is changing, you know, like this day to day, like if we're working from home, like I have pretty much the same routine, which can feel monotonous if you want it to. And if you're on like a drama where it's like, it's boring, I've been married for 10 years and I hate my life. Like, you know, you can take that as like, it's bad or it's very comforting because you know what's coming next. And like this piece of your life is like Mm -hmm. set and you're like, okay. And now I go cook dinner. Great. Me as someone who gets very easily distracted and overwhelmed by things. I love a routine and I love the Mm -hmm. carousel because I'm like, I need something to focus on (laughs) and I need like, I need something that I can do and that can anchor me. And like, that's great. Cause then when other stuff, my job is going weird or something like that, then it's like, that keeps me going. I just, that metaphor I hadn't really thought about before Mm. that those two differences, it feels that now feels very like mid to late thirties to me, as far as like an emotion and like a feeling that you might be having. Well, I think she does find it comforting to some degree too. Like there are the times where she clearly finds it bad, like one of the best songs on this album, Go Find Yourself or whatever, which is just like, yep. here you go. You're doing it again. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's also one of my yeah, favorite or, song um, title. What's the one? Uh, even when things go my way. Is it sideways? I like to get my way. Yeah. And it's like stuff can stuff can go wrong, but it's like I'm still going to like be going for the things that I know, the things that I, you know, think and believe in. And I totally see what you're saying, Aaron. And um, I totally agree. I'm also someone who uh, gravitates towards routine, you know, so uh, 
I like to have the routine and I like the different things I want yes. to be like a different video game that I play at, you know, 7 p.m. or whatever. Like that's same. all the difference I really want to handle. Like, well, yeah, it's kind of like the same thing. Like I'm not good at um, spontaneous plans. Like if my friend texts me mm-hmm. at like five, mm-hmm. like, what are you doing for dinner? I'm like, well, I already planned out what I'm doing for dinner. Even if it's like I was going to pick up something, it's like I'm even still if it's go pick that, up. even yeah. if it's something stupid or it's like, oh, I was planning on eating leftovers like I've already decided that this is what I'm doing. It's very hard for me to then go. Oh, well, yeah, I guess there's no reason why I can't meet you for dinner. Like, <laughs> right. Very hard for me mentally to do that. So it's like kind of like the highs aren't as high anymore, but like the lows aren't as low anymore either. Like it's kind of like the, like you're on your little horsey and you're going up and down. Yeah, that's sometimes interesting. The, yeah. yeah. Sometimes the horsey stops and stuff like that. Or you're, you're also, on the like two seater one that doesn't go up and down. Doesn't move. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then like the other theme is just like loneliness as like the liminal space between relationships and like kind of like the motivating force Cause like, there's a lot of happy songs on this album. It's not like, yeah. you know, like I'm like, I cry myself to sleep again. And like, no, why would anyone <laughs> date me or whatever? Like, it's like kind of more um, running away from loneliness and running towards love is like the driving force of mm-hmm. most of her actions. And it's like mm-hmm. not always tragic or malignant. Like sometimes it's going on a dating app. Sometimes it's like trying to rekindle a relationship with her ex. Sometimes it's going to Joshua tree and just like getting in touch with nature again. It's not yeah. really like, that's like kind of like the the loneliest time she's talking about, like to avoid the loneliest time a little bit. Yeah. Any other themes? Any other things we want to talk about? We we gotta like blaze through a little bit. Uh right after this break. Click. Hey everyone, Sean Wilkinson here. Listen, we don't normally run ads on our podcast. You know this about us. We hate most things over here. But one thing we don't hate is Fentress Films. Fentress Films is a woman and queer-owned multimedia company founded by my friend Samantha Bozen. Their mission is to create art about, for, and by underrepresented groups while making theater accessible to people all over the world despite the pandemic. So far, Fentress Films has produced two award-winning short films, two web series, five award-winning screenplays, as well as organized and hosted three international film festivals. Social change is at the core of their work, and they're looking forward to producing more art and collaborating with more artists in the future. If you're interested in learning more about Fentress Films, you can head to their website at fentressfilms.com. That's F-E-N-T-R-E-S-S films.com. Or you can follow them on Instagram at Fentress Films to keep up to date with their current projects. They also have a fanzine. They have merch on their website, like stickers, t-shirts, hats, buttons, tote bags, socks, you name it, they've got it. It's all super cute. Check out FentressFilms.com to learn more. But uh, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to I Would Mean to listen to that. Uh, we're here to talk about, let's talk about highlights. Let's talk about some awesome songs. Like, I think this album's pretty good in my opinion. <laughs> so too do I. Uh, Aaron, what's a highlight song? A highlight song. We already brought it up, but it's Talking to Yourself. I really like that song. It's so good. It's like her a classic yeah there's something like comforting <laughs> about it or something i feel like that's a lot of what i have with her in general is i feel like a comfort it's like why i knew going into it i was just gonna like this album yeah the other the another artist that i feel this way with where i just have been listening to them for forever 
but this is other person much longer, of course. I will always like take in a new album of music. Like it's not not in the way that I take in Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is too big. It's like too much mm-hmm. of a, a thing. Beyonce, it's too much of a thing. Like I'll I'll always like their albums, but it's different. But it's like Carly Rae Jepsen, you give me an album, I will always receive it and I will take from it what I need. And it's like just a pure like musical experience for me, right? And the per- the only person that I've always historically felt that way with besides her is Amy Mann. I love Amy Mann and I have been listening to her since high school. And it's like, I was, I just put, I realized she had an album that came out last year or semi-recently that I missed somewhere in the, in the middle of, you know, having kids. And I was like, I know I will like this. And I put it on and I was like, of course I like this. Like, it's just, (laughs) there's something just like with certain people where like, their music is in you in a way where it's not even like you have fan goggles on and you can't tell it's bad. It's just like, it's in your soul. (laughs) I really like what you said when it's like the artist is too big to really get there. Carly Rae Jepsen, because, you know, she feels like the indie pop star. Not really. She's not really, but I feel like you know, she's my friend. So I'm going to listen to this music and I like it. So yeah. And it's not even right. It's not even like, oh, the you guys don't have enough, enough success or something. It's just like, you're different. It's just different levels of like fame or something. As I'm also looking up at my Jenny Lewis poster, (laughs) like, it's like, I would sort of feel the same way about Jenny. You know, it's like, (laughs) you feel like, like you can be mine, like something, you know, like it's right. It's something that's more of like an intimate shared experience. And that's how I've always felt at Amy Mann concerts and how I always feel at Carly Rae Jepsen concerts too, where it's like cozy, (laughs) cozy, comforting like vibe. She's not saying anything like controversial either. We don't know anything about her personal life Mm -hmm. or anything like that. And I want to keep it that way. Yeah, yeah. Don't let me know anything about your personal life, Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of funny whenever she like posts on Instagram, like her nephew or like her sister you know like that kind of stuff like where i'm like oh i don't know that i need to know about your family <laughs> yeah. like, i do always so sort of have that feeling too, it's also it like is. it's like hey i went to the went to, on a hike with my sister that's pretty cool <laughs> isn't it yeah it's like that it is like, funny because it's like i don't know it's sort of charming that that's what she's posting too like it's like oh i'm yes. sorry are you me like there's right. no like you know like you gotta promote the album you gotta (laughs) like it's like like the loneliest time like the tiktok was very organic that was like a yeah seemed like a groundswell of just like people like making fun jokes about it and stuff like that that was great i mean i'm obsessed with tiktok so anything that's like going on tiktok too i loved it and i loved that it was just her this time like i was like oh this is so fun (laughs) yeah it is fun (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she made she made one with her cat. It was like very yeah. she's like for like as like young as she looks, like she looks like, you know, kind of like young like in her twenties or something like that. But she also like has like she kind of has grandma energy too, a little bit. It's kind of <laughs> yeah, like Yeah, she's she's at some mystery age, like I was saying before. Like yeah, yeah. she's a timeless deity that is claiming 37 right now. And I don't know if I believe that or not, but she's like she's like a Korean grandmother where like they look young until they're like 70, and then like 71, they just like it's just like you know, like <laughs> you're like, you're like a grandma from a studio ghibli movie at that, yeah, at yeah. that point. <laughs> <laughs> 
so yeah, we were talking about talking to yourself. That song's so good. It's like the <laughs> were we? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I like it as like emotion, the song too. Like yeah. the idea, like I'm growing 10 feet, 10 feet tall, like kind of like a sequel to that song. Uh the craftsmanship of her pop writing is so unique. Just like talking to your the pause self. I like that. I like mm-hmm. the, you know, the second time she does it, like there's an instrumental break instead of saying self. I like are you reaching for me and you're with somebody else? Do you talk to me? Like just like it's so it's her at her peak power. It's not like bitter, but it's like tart. There's still a little like personality, kind of like a barbed. I hope you think of me when you're making love to someone else, but <laughs> also talk to me, but but not literally, but like telepathically when you make love to someone else. It's kind of like <laughs> this odd thing. And this is like this like really works in terms of like the loneliest time. This is like when you're just so fixated on this, this yes, guy and stuff. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, what about you, Michael? What's the highlight song? Like, uh, by far, my number one song in this album is No Thinking Over the Weekend. Uh, the bonus track, No Thinking Over the Weekend. Uh, really good one. It is like a little fairy tale song that she's making. Uh, I think it's so cute. It feels like cozy and intimate. I love the like thought of it where it's just like, I'm just spending this weekend with you. I don't want it to be like anything uh, dramatic. I just want it to be like sweet and kind and fun and no thinking over the weekend like and the instrumentalism of it is so cute uh i just love that song i like want to listen to it right now while we're talking about it um the quietness of it i really enjoy i think that's something she doesn't do very often Mm -hmm. or when she does i usually find it kind of boring but not not on this song i think the song is so so beautiful i sent it to one of my friends and he listened to the whole album because of this song so it's like you know uh, I like surrender your heart. I think that's so that's that's like she's so she's always so good at intro songs. Like that's what I was going to say. Yeah. The idea of like, um, you know, I paid to toughen up in therapy. She said soften up. Like, first of all, like her sweetness and like and her like seeming, you know, pure, like her, her seeming like pureness and stuff like that allows a lot of profoundness to like seep in that you don't catch the first time a lot of men when they get their hearts broken they like kind of like become like these like uh, like kind of like they could like like that's the difference of like a lot of like toxic men is like when they have like their humanity kind of like trampled upon they like go into like the manosphere or whatever Mm -hmm. like something really fucked up but like she she's saying her therapist told her to soften up her therapist is saying you know, softness is strength. Vulnerability is brave. Mm-hmm. And if you pick the right person, your bravery accumulates as you notice that the person you're with is safe to be brave with. Like, and to show your family is so vulnerable. It's just like the instrumental feels like blood rushing to your cheeks when you see the person you love. Mm-hmm. It's the idea of like, why do we have our hearts broken? It's so that we could love those who suffer and are brokenhearted. Um, and so that we can have the experience and tools necessary for the relationships we're currently in. I think it's really great. It's it's like so there's so much here. Um, and it's like, again, like people like listen to this album for the first time and go mid where, like you know, it's like it's, this isn't like cut to the feeling and stuff like that. But like, yeah, I feel like they're missing out so much here. I don't want this to be cut to the feeling. Cut to the feeling is maybe my least favorite Carly. Really? Rachel's really? Song. 
What, 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 what makes you say uh, that? What makes you think that? What? I just, uh, it's just so like, it's so like, here's a pop song. I love Cut to the Feeling so it much. It was written <laughs> for like a movie and stuff like that to be a pop it's song and stuff so like that. I, I Maybe I've heard it too many times. Aaron, never mind. I love it. You're right. I I'm haven't right. heard it too many times. I listened to it today too. I was like, <laughs> Cut to the Feeling, like, let's go. Oh man, I love that song. I, it's like, it's a pump up song, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like very, it is very. I'm usually here for pump up songs. I think I just. Here for I think, it. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm really, I genuinely am so <laughs> I, sorry. I actually do Aaron's need about you to, to apologize. Aaron's about to leave. Yeah, I'm really like, sorry. I'm so sorry. My face started melting. I was just like, <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I will, I'll like take this, I'll take this time to reflect and listen. Yeah, I'm here to like listen. That. Yeah, exactly. I need a, I need a notes app apology immediately about yeah. this. I'm, I'm posting a carousel of apologies Furious. after yeah. this, Aaron. Furious. So watch out. Uh, okay. So, well, and Aaron, what's another highlight for you? Like, I just feel like every song that I really like that was sticking out to me when I was trying to focus on the song titles today is something that we've already said. So it feels like it's something we've already mentioned. So it feels mm. like I'm cheating, but I'm not, no, but I really not. like sideways. <laughs> oh, me too. I like when she makes like chugga chugga choo choo songs. <laughs> I just, I really like sideways. What? <laughs> what, <do you laughs> what it sounds like, it sounds like like, like a little train. I knew what okay, you meant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I, I got well, like, there. Uh, What's that other song that sounds like a Chuck and Chuck Choo song? <laughs> like uh, <laughs> Captain Cuts made that song or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you were talking about Sideways. What yeah, what do you like about Sideways besides the fact that it's a choo-choo song for, for train train boys? It's <laughs> like, sorry I said that. that. Aaron, I'm sorry song. again. I'm sorry I said choo-choo. <laughs> It's actually okay, what? pretty much just that. Um, <laughs> no, but I, 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 again, I mean, I do, I like I like this album and I like the stuff that doesn't sound like Carly Rae Jepsen songs that I've heard before, but I also do gravitate towards the songs that sound familiar to me. And this one feels so much like a Sierra Chase song to me. Like, it just feels like, it, it feels like when you hear it for the first time, like you've already heard it before. Which I do like. <laughs> I, I I don't mean that as a bad thing. I don't mean that as like a dig at it. Like it it feels like I, I like stuff from her on this album that feels like coming home, that feels like something yeah. that I've already already had. And then it's like it's just comforting. I'm very feeling an expansion very, to the Carly. Very cozy. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's the joy of requited love. It's very refreshing in contrast to like how miserable emotion is like kind of like all the happiness on that album is like kind of temporary and like the rugs about to be pulled out from under her and stuff like yeah. that. It's but this is even even like and this is the carousel ma- metaphor of like it's not a roller coaster anymore. It's just like, yeah, I'm doing really well. And like. Oh no, I'm back on the dating scene, unfortunately. But you know, it's fine. It's not. It's not the end of the world or whatever. And the most like devastating song, like um, the saddest song, is like Western Wind, not Western Wind. Um, like go find yourself or whatever. But it's not that mm-hmm. sad. It's like it's not yeah. like 
Yeah. I figured out what the other Chugga Chugga Choo Choo song that I was thinking about was. It's everything he needs, where it's like bump, 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 like the piano sure. thumping, and it's like he needs me, bump. he needs me. Yeah, yeah, he needs yeah. Me, yeah, yeah. He so needs it sounds me. like a train. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got everything he needs. Choo choo. <laughs> you guys remember that part of the song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 Michael, what's the second high? <laughs> like, how much? Are we just going to mute my mic for this episode? I'm really curious what will be for the best on this one. Um, I like So Nice a lot on this. I think it's really oh, cute. Yeah, oh, my God. It's so good. Um, I like So Nice a lot. If I'm like pulling up the album and I just want to like listen to one good song, usually my hand hovers towards like the later half of this album. Like uh right after western wind i'm like so nice bad thing twice uh even though shooting star people don't like i, I like, like it song. like it's i'm so just like, I'm just like, like i think they're fun and shooting star is just so like silly to me it's like she found out that she could use a vocoder you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it, shooting star is great because it's like she's doing this bratty pop girl voice but it's yeah. also like quietly erotic and progressive the idea of just like um you know, I might sleep with you tonight if you want to know why, just because like that's just like qu- quietly progressive and stuff like that. And like the pressing my back against the door of the refrigerator. Uh, but sorry, I, I, I expanded my highlight to three songs on accident. No, no, but no, 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 no. Uh, so nice. Uh, incredibly honest. Like that's like the flip side of like go find yourself or whatever where it's like this is what i'm really liking about a relationship i'm really liking the way we communicate i feel like i can really talk to you like um i don't know it's super cute i think i just think it's these three songs in a row are so fun cute like flirty i don't know it's like how i want to express myself um but usually can't i like the harmonies on communicate don't make me wait like that like the harmonies like Something underrated about this album is like how good the harmonies are. Like she mm-hmm. eventually wants to be a Broadway writer. Like she wants to write songs for Broadway. So like she's learning how to do it here. I think <laughs> it's really cool. Um, I love. I hope she thing. writes eight new songs for the second Wicked movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope they make a third one that's all just, just Carly Rae Jepsen songs. We gotta. If it's and Carly Rae Jepsen, it'd be good. <laughs> We can't end the story in one movie. Oh, God, Impossible. Everyone... What's a musical? I hope that they handcuff James Corden to Ariana Grande <laughs> and the third movie is just that. And they have to sing songs together while he drives a car. <laughs> That's like oh, a million God. dollar idea. <laughs> like, yeah. really... Hollywood, I'm knocking. Hello. I can't stand it. We can't possibly just make one movie. Shut up. Yes, <laughs> you can. Like... <laughs> uh yeah uh the line is i just love it as like um just like the fact that it's like so earnest and sweet like he's she's talking about a sweet guy who's like polite and nice to her and that turns her on that's like so sweet and like it's um the line no guy can help me fly and hold me down at the same time um that's so sweet She's quoting Cam from Modern Family, though, <laughs> like, unfortunately. Um, but, like, I've seen a Facebook me. I've seen, like, a Facebook picture of the, that show. <laughs> like, I, I thought think. a minion said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Babu Dibu. Um, And then <laughs> Babu Dibu sounds like a Carly Rae Jepsen line. She was yeah, singing yeah, this yeah. song. Babu Dibu, my favorite Carly Rae Jepsen album. Like, yeah. Um, 
and the Wash that song down with a cup of cold grew. <laughs> yeah. Um, the line <laughs> I really like is uh, instead of her saying he's right for me, you know, like we're soulmates or whatever. She says he's right to me. Like mm-hmm. we, she, he is good to me. And that like, again, that turns me on. It's like, it's, it's so sweet. Uh, any other, any other highlights before we get to like low lights and stuff like that? I just personally find it very charming that she did a song with Rufus Wainwright because <sighs> my best friend whose birthday it is the day we are recording this, um, is obsessed with Rufus Wainwright. So when that came out, I was like, this is for us. Like <laughs> they, they love us and they love each other and came together. Like it was just, it just is like a funny, like personal thing where I'm just like, man, this could have been anyone. I mean, it feels yeah. like it was anyone too, which yeah. is part of what's fun about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like, Oh, that's funny. Our, our loves are hanging out, you know? But I love it as like I love that he's the choice of the big collaboration on this album. Like, Ruf, yeah. like people love Rufus Wainwright, but he's not like Dua Lipa or whatever. It's like right. Elton John <laughs> right. or whatever. Yeah. Like it's like it's like kind of like the nerdy theater kid choice of 100%. who you would pick like for your big collaboration. I, I love and it. Great, just guess into the dark of what my best friend and I. Our relationship is <laughs> she's, built up. she's doing this for you she was sitting down she was I think like Aaron's friend would think like this <laughs> I'm like nerdy theater was... kid is the correct way to describe both of us we met in high school like great yep <laughs> uh I love this song like I love it as like it's so euphoric like and in the morning it's like it's it's her working at her peak power mm-hmm. um it's like th- there's still like I love Rufus over disco. Uh, um, <laughs> it's just like a song about I'm lonely, you're lonely, let's doink. It's great. It's like really good. <laughs> let's doink. We can't say swear words on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Work. You can't. <laughs> it has to be doink, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Any any low lights? Uh, I don't have a lot of low lights for this album, but like, what do you got? I already said I don't like Joshua Tree. I, I can't really articulate it i just like don't maybe it's because it comes second on the album i don't know i just there's and and that's uh, that's really me being like nitpicky because i don't really have any problem with like any crj songs in the world but like i just don't really i don't love that one it's 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 a low light for me because i don't love it it's a no from you dog is that what you're saying (laughs) it's a no from me dog (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my uh, favorite reference to make and it's like why it's just eternally. like one of those things it's so it's like i also I re- always say please clap like it's <laughs> please, like i do yes. i do too yeah why are these uh, two it's things for me, i feel like it's so absolutely. universal though like it's so it, the, the fact that it came from jeb bush doesn't matter like everyone's <laughs> felt like that you know please clap you know? always please clap that's so good I, <laughs> all of us I, in I think hollywood business <laughs> the it's a note for me dog always makes me want to say one of two things which is remember the i carly episode where the teacher's obsessed with randy jackson one that's my first one <laughs> and then my second one is that i always want to say the story of my mom telling her dentist that she wants her teeth to be as white as Randy Jackson's teeth. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh 
my god! Oh, that that's funny. That's like, a good one. That's a good one for Mrs. Lewis. I, I, I thought it was like going to oh be a story of your mom being racist or something like that. Like, no, <laughs> like, no, it's a what good. A, what a story. good story! <laughs> <laughs> it's a good story. It's so short too. Yes, it's just. No, I want my teeth is to be as white as Randy man. Jackson's teeth, which I'm kind of like. You had a point, mom. Like you, you made some points. <laughs> teeth yes. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I um, okay. All that's muted though, and cut from the episode, right, Andrew? <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> like, um, but <laughs> Joshua Trees, it's fine. Yeah, like I think they're like the worst songs of this are just fine. You know, they're not like bad. They're just like they don't yeah. stick out as much as like like talking to yourself you know the chorus by the end of it like you know yeah. it and you're singing along you're like screaming it and stuff like that um some some of these are like songettes like they're kind of like oh okay that's that, that was like kind, that was kind of an idea that was like kind of interesting like far away is like kind of cute but it's like not a i, I couldn't sing it to you and stuff like that like um it's a month but that's really yeah that's like really any my big low light on it really Michael, do you have a low light? Do you have a low light song? Like I have no low light. Besides, besides Randy Jack, your Randy Jackson. Yeah, story. my low light is uh, <laughs> cut to the feeling. <laughs> oh no! You have to issue another. Wait, Aaron, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'll post again. I'll post again. I'm sorry. I was trying to do a callback, but I forgot that I have to do another Instagram post if I do if I do this callback. We can't. Like, you got. You can't be in the public eye for two months now. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have to listen with both ears now. Um. Uh, if I have to, have to, have to, if you're like holding me at gunpoint to say one, which and you are, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's probably Ben's maybe. I just am a little bored by that song, but it's not like bad. I'll still listen to it. Um, yeah. Uh, I I like Ben's. It's like kind of like that's the song about her grandparent who passed away. Like, okay, uh, I'm an <laughs> asshole. I'm so sorry. I know. That was like. It's like, oh, actually, you shouldn't hate that song. That's really fucked up. Okay, I guess you like that his grandparents died. Huh. Oh, no, it's boring. Oh, it's like mid to you. Like, huh. Oh my god, I can't succeed here. Oh man! Oh, like... that's your low light. Well, you're dead. So great. It's like I like it. Like she says in an interview, like the do 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 is like kind of like her dissociating like this can't be life like just like but it's like so delicate it's so so sensitive like and it's like kind of just like about finding the light when you're kind of like just like in this kind of malaise grieving period and stuff like that uh it's like yeah like it, it's 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 great uh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry like to you too, Andrew. I'll make a post for you. It's just like, oh, you're wrong. Actually. Yeah. Sh- shut. <laughs> hey, Michael. How about instead of that, shut the fuck up. <laughs> instead of your opinion, actually, you're actually, wrong. Actually, Michael. Instead of that, shut the oh. doink up. <laughs> shut the doink up. Um, oh sh- shit! I forgot we're not allowed to curse. <laughs> yeah. You just did it. Now you have to do like, a notes apology. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Aaron, we're oh, just gonna man. be doing this, notes this of all This is live too. Like this is, <laughs> this is a live episode. Um <laughs> screening out of the People Choice Awards. Um, but like Aaron, you make me really giggle on episodes. I don't know what it is. I it makes puts me in a very silly mood. That's like I'm like, is this good? I don't know, but I love it. 
So I like couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard a second ago. So (laughs) I think it's the same. Well, while Andrew was berating me, he was smacking his ruler into his hand, ready to wrap my knuckles because I was so bad. Holding holding a gun to your head. Let's how about you dare to tell me what a low light is from you? Uh like it's not a low light. It's just like I said that like it's the idea of like a beach house I didn't like, but I love now. It's like it's I, I kind of like, like beach house actually, yeah. Yeah. I like it kind of some of it, like I don't like the like interstitials of the like I, I and I'm probably gonna harvest your organs. Okay. Like I get it. Like it, it's supposed to be funny, but it's a little like, hey Carly, maybe don't tell any jokes. Leave that to the pros. Leave it to us. <laughs> the comedy god. <laughs> no, but really, like that's not that funny. It's a little bit wow. like it's a little bit like when your friend over escalates a joke where it's like, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, you know, haha, like. Ha ha, I just smacked you on the elbow and it's like, ha ha, I just stabbed you in the leg. Ha ha. <laughs> like that's kind of how it feels. She literally it's said like, something along the lines lot. when she were when she was writing the song, like she was like, um, someone suggested that, and then once we went there, we couldn't go back. So it was like, and it's in the song now and stuff like that. <laughs> so I love this. It's good though. It's good now. Um <laughs> actually, Andrew, that song sucks. You know why? It's about her boyfriend that killed her grandparents. Doesn't that suck? Do you feel bad now? I feel like I feel like a idiot. <laughs> As you should. Oh, I had a bad person. Um, okay, on that note, let's um get through final thoughts and ratings. The way this works is we'll rate this album out of ten. I feel like we nailed everything. I feel like we got through everything. Yeah, that's a perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> I feel like we got through everything uh, we needed to talk oh about. Oh my well. god! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's good. Uh, it's like, <laughs> uh, so it's good. It's good album. I like it a lot. It's not. As, it's not as good as like emotion. It's not as good as dedicated. But it's like it's. I'm perfectly content with her making these very consistent. 8.5 out of 10 albums for the rest of her life. Like it's this is we're just like I love the idea that we every yeah. three years every three years and then a year after we get the B-sides and stuff like that. I love the idea we just get like she's so good to her fans. She creates this lovely community. Um there's this joyfulness to it. She's like a master craftswoman but also um a lot of profound truths about humanity seep through. Uh, I apologize for Michael's very insensitive comments and my own very insensitive comments throughout the episode. Um, but yeah, I'll give this um, 8.5 rock skippers out of 10. I know. I was going to say, I like how you rated the album for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it's good if she just keeps putting out these 8.5 albums. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. How about you guys uh, don't have any opinions on this album? How about that? <laughs> Like, it's like anything anyone else says is wrong. So yeah, it's uh, oh. interesting. Man, a bunch of Adam Conovers here. But like, okay, <laughs> like I'm actually... nobody, Andrew, for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> the opposite of improv. No budding is my favorite thing. Um, <laughs> I was gonna give it nine out of ten um, B sides or whatever. That's my uh, <laughs> that's my thing because it's both 
B-side reference, which we love from her, and mm-hmm. <laughs> go find yourself or whatever. Yeah. A joke is good when you have mm, to explain it immediately once it and also comes like out we got mouth. it. We, I feel like we got it. Like it's not like it was like a hard <laughs> and so, yeah, Andrew is it berating you for telling a joke <laughs> like that. Whereas if I had said that, I would have gotten kicked out of the Zoom call. <laughs> I felt like I was gonna be I feel like I'm I've gotten I've been bad at the rating system or I don't think of it ahead of time or something. So I was like, like this is, this is okay, bullshit. Like here's it my matter. reasoning. <laughs> okay, here comes mine, Aaron. Get ready to get blown freaking out of the water. Um, I actually really like this album a lot. Uh, I think I like actually. it better. <laughs> actually, it's good. And I, I'm like, uh, what are those girls on TikTok who rate the New York restaurants? And it's like, uh, you know, oh, Odell's is mid at best. And you can only go that. Uh, what's the VIP list? That's their name. Uh, anyways. Shut that out. Uh, I think this album. I think this album is great. Uh, I like it better than I like Dedicated, um, and almost on par with Emotion. I think. I think this is like oh, a wow. classic to me. Um, I think this album is one of my probably one of my favorite Carly Rae Jepsen albums. I'm still listening to it a lot. Like I've listened to it a lot, um, uh, and because of that, I'm going to give it uh, nine and a half. Sorry, sorry, I'm so sorry. Please read about how much I'm going to listen and learn in the future. Instagram posts out of 10. Right. Uh, that's much better. Uh, so I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. I'll make an Instagram post apologizing to you. Just let me know. I'll pin it even. You have a lot of apologies <laughs> to make. Right. It's like, do you guys watch Drag Race? Or Aaron, have you ever seen Drag Race? I haven't, which is weird. I, I feel like you thing, would really yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. There was a queen who did an impression of Katy Perry who was forced by RuPaul to tweet an apology for the impression of Katy Perry when she did it, which Why? I think is very funny. <laughs> Don't apologize to Katy Perry. There. It's so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> it made her feel like a plastic bag. <laughs> like, it was rude. Um, okay, so, Aaron, thank you so much for guesting on our episode about Carly Rae Jepsen. I feel like we talked about it enough. Like, um... But um, yeah, sincerely, thank you so much. You're always such a delight. Thank you so much for, you know, coming on again and for making us laugh and, uh, you know, sharing your perspective on these things. I really love it. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug? Anything you'd like to share? Just like one people know about. Um, I'm currently rewatching the OC. Uh... Plug the OC. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I just really want to plug like early 2000s. <laughs> drama the oc um no i mean i just uh anything that i'm doing is on uh social media but uh i I have nothing specific to plug right now that's good yeah uh socials uh at aaron mallory long i almost said my name wrong (laughs) (laughs) maron morris um At Aaron Mallory Long every and day. your teller joy. Um, but like, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, check out the her movie, The Menu. It's pretty good. I like that movie a lot. Is it good? Uh, I, I like see it. it. It's fantastic. I really like it. I want to see uh, it. Yeah. yeah, I like it a lot. I mean, it's uh, mine, but yeah, yeah, you, you don't like to watch yourself on screen. It's like, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Rupologize. <laughs> Rupologize is good. So okay, here's what um, it says. Hi, Katy Perry. I played you on drag. Hash, 
Hi, at Katy Perry. I played you on hashtag drag hashtag. race during hashtag snatch game. I want to root hashtag apologize for not serving hashtag Katy Perry realness. P.S. I'm a huge fan is what I presume. It says. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, Don't apologize to Katy Perry. No one should ever be up. doing that. That is insane. <laughs> also so a sincere I, I feel like she got away of not apologizing by using rupologize like i feel like <laughs> that's the way you like not apo- want, don't apologize i'm gonna always rupologize okay now. literally in the episode though rupaul says i want you to tweet an apology <laughs> like you have to apologize Why you, how like, recent is this this is like that on tv 2015 uh, i think it was like an oh older season like season Jesus. five of the show. You gotta be yeah. on television. Because <laughs> like, I'm just saying, in 2022, we don't need to apologize to Katy Perry. She no. was cam- campaigning for Rick Caruso. Yes, like, let's yes, get a get yeah. a grip. Rick Caruso okay. issued an apology to her for losing. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I want to hashtag apologize for losing the election. The thing about Ru, <laughs> the thing about apologize it literally says apologize So, like, I. I rue apologizing to you and stuff like that. I rue Paul Ojice. <laughs> yeah. So it's you're too late to apologize. <laughs> also, like, that's what um, the character from Euphoria says, like, when she apologizes for being, you know, for her, her acting <laughs> stuff like says, that. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. actually good, Andrew. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that actually good note, um, Aaron, what song would you like to close us out with? Okay. So this. <laughs> because I was, I've been watching the OC again. Okay, they sometimes have bands come on. They had Death Cab for Cutie come on, which I never really listened to. But then I was sitting there staring at them, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, those guys." And then it made me be like, "Oh man, I loved the Postal Service though." And then this was all before they announced that they were doing this fucking tour next year. I want everyone to listen to Clark Gable by the Postal Service. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a great day. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>